This is Ringler Radio, where you get all the latest news and information about structured settlements from Ringler Associates, the first name in structured settlements, helping injured people and their families since 1975. Ringler Radio is made possible in part by Allstate, American General, The Hartford, John Hancock, Liberty Mutual, MetLife, Mutual of Omaha, New York Life, Pacific Life, and Prudential. Now join Ringler Radio host Larry Cohen. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Ringler Radio. I'm Larry Cohen, the head of Ringler Associates Northeast Operations, and we're certainly glad you could join us today. Well, back in 2005, a proactive study found that there was a higher percentage of bladder cancer in patients taking Takeda Pharmaceuticals type 2 diabetes medication, Actos. And since then, Actos has received a black box label, has had a label change warning of a 40% increase in the risk for bladder cancer, and has been banned in uh, France and Germany. Yet Actos is still on the market here in the United States. So today on Ringler Radio, we're going to take a look at the side effects of the diabetes drug Actos, including its role in bladder cancer, and the reaction of the FDA, and talk a little bit about some recent litigation. And to help us do that, today we're going to have a co-host, my colleague from Washington, uh, D.C., Martin Blount. Martin has been uh, with us uh, not too long, but uh, he's had 24 years of experience as a financial analyst and a professional money manager. And I think, uh, Martin, you joined us uh, about a year or two ago, is that right? That's correct, Larry. Well, good. Good to have you on board, and uh, Good to have you here uh, today on the show. And, of course, our special guest today is attorney Michael Miller from the Miller Firm, uh, who a national firm who practices mostly uh, out of Virginia. And the Miller Firm is a 10-lawyer firm. Uh, they have a lot of clients and uh, dealing with a lot of the drug cases that you might have heard of, Fenfen, Vioxx, Bextra, and Avandia. Uh, Mr. Miller's firm currently has Actos's, Actos cases filed in seven states, on behalf of people who have developed bladder cancer as a result of taking Actos. And Mike was a co-chair of the Avandia litigation before turning his focus to Actos. So uh, you're very involved in this uh, drug litigation, Mike. Uh, thanks for joining us uh, today on Ringler Radio. Larry, thanks so much for having me. Well, you know, one thing, Mike, I, I, I learned that your firm in Virginia is uh, one, of, one of your offices is based in Orange County, Virginia. And, you know, I have to admit, uh, I've heard of Orange County, Florida, and California. I didn't know there was an Orange County, Virginia. Not a big surf spot, but a beautiful place to live. Yeah, not a big surf spot. There you go. Well, um, let's start off the show, Mike, by taking a look at the diabetes drug Actos and how it's used. What exactly is Actos and uh, for what conditions is it prescribed? Well, that's the first and uh, I think the most important question is that it's used for type 2 diabetes, but there are over 40 different drugs that can be used, so many of them that are safer and more effective than Actos that it's a shame anyone would have to be on Actos in the first place because of the risk. And and in terms of uh, what the drug is, w- when it came out, was it originally intended for the type 2 diabetes, or was that an, uh, an afterthought after uh, people it, found a result? No, it was originally intended for the type 2 diabetes. One of the problems with a diabetic is what is called insulin resistance. Mm. And it was hoped that this class of drugs uh, called TZDs, there were three of them, uh, that this class of drugs would help that problem. 
But the other two from the class have been banned from the market. Reslin was taken off the market because it caused liver problems. Mm-hmm. Avandia, taken off the market because it caused heart problems. Actose also causes heart problems, congestive heart failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Actose has a unique problem. It significantly increases the risk of bladder cancer. And no one would take a drug that is barely effective to help diabetes to, for a significant increased risk of bladder cancer. It just doesn't make sense. Gotcha. Uh, Mike, uh, I know you, you just touched on this, but in recent years, there have been links to bladder cancer. Can you be more specific about that? And uh, what are you seeing as far as the side effects and the symptoms of bladder cancer? Yeah, that's, uh, yes, the problem is, and we mentioned proactive. Proactive was a study that came out in 2005. However, uh, when this drug was first approved in 1999, the company already knew about the problems with uh, cancer in the bladder. The company had done a rat study in 1996 before the drug was approved, and 12% of the rats had bladder cancer from not a large increased dosage over what was uh, contemplated to be given to people. That's a very alarming uh, sign for the drug and one that the company should have been much more vigilant about protecting the public. Interesting. Well, wasn't there a similar problem uh, with Avandia? You talked about it briefly. That's That diabetes drug uh, caused some uh, issues with the heart, and I think there were heart attack issues and risks involved. Tell us about Avandia and, and how how things developed from that. Well, yeah, I'm very proud, Larry, to be have been at the forefront of getting Avandia off the market uh, in America because Avandia did have problems with heart. And because of Andia, like Actos, is just marginally effective in any event. There simply was no reason to take Avandia or Actos when a safer, older, well-established drug called metformin or sulfonylurea, these are two very safe uh, drugs for diabetes, are available. So uh, although the company that makes Actos, Takeda, is making billions of dollars a year on it, it simply is not in the best interest of the public to take this drug. And Mike, I have a question for you. At the top of the show, you mentioned the 2005 practice study that we just talked about, uh, which cited a high percentage of bladder cancer, the patients uh, receiving actos. When did the manufacturer, the CADA, the manufacturer, have first knowledge of bladder cancer and the problem with actos? Well, that's a great question. Proactive study, again, came out in 2005. The company knew right then that there were 14 bladder cancer uh, cases in the proactive study within the people that took Actos, while there was only five in the people that took the, what they call the control. Mm-hmm. Now, the interesting part is when they first published the study, they, the company said there were six people that had bladder cancer uh, in the non-Actos wing, which made the statistics not statistically significant. I know that gets a little complicated for me and a lot of other folks, but what it means is when they misrepresented in the proactive study how many people really had bladder cancer on the non-actose side, they, they were able to lessen the statistical impact, and they did not correct that problem, did not tell the public about that problem for a significant period of time after they published the first article. Interesting. You know, back, uh, we, we mentioned that Actos has received a black box label citing uh, a risk of serious cardiovascular events. Right. And um, I think, the FDA uh, applied that in 2007, but most of our listeners uh, probably don't 
have a familiarity with the term black box label. Mike, why don't you tell us what that is and what's the significance of the FDA uh, giving a black box label to, uh, to a drug? A black box label is something to heighten the warning for that particular product. Uh, and remember that all doctors are so busy and that they have to rely on the drug companies to tell them the truth about their drug. And one way that the FDA can lobby the company, ultimately it's the company's responsibility, not the FDA's, to see that the label is appropriate. I mean, that's well-settled law. But the black box is a vehicle by which the company could alert the doctors about a significant problem. Now, Actos and Takeda, they have alerted the doctors via black box for congestive heart failure. They have recently, in 2011, enhanced the warning for bladder cancer, but not significant enough. The risk of bladder cancer, uh, we will prove in court, is higher than uh, is in the label now. So do I, do I assume uh, for the listeners that the black box warning is, is something that's heightened on the box or on the packaging that, that, that warns of something in, in let's say, lettering or, or some significant uh, methodology to alert that then maybe wasn't there in the past? Right. Right. It'll be, it'll be literally in a black box or it'll be in a bolded black print mm-hmm. at the beginning of the label. And when you look at the Actos label now, you will see the black box warning for congestive heart failure. But remember, that's not the only problem with yeah. Actos. Yeah, you're talking about the bladder cancer issue. Well, Actos, uh, Mike, it's from a class of drugs. Uh, tell us about what, what is that class of drugs called and, and, and how many uh, of these types of drugs have been developed and withdrawn? And, and if, if the public knew this, Larry, they wouldn't, no one would take Actos. There have been over 50 of these compounds. They're called PPRs, PPARs, P-P-A-R, mm-hmm. and I won't bother pronouncing it all, but it's from a specific chemical compound. Mm-hmm. And of the 51 drugs that were put into what we call phase two or three development, that is pre-approval uh, in this country, 48 of them, the, the drug companies had the good sense to withdraw and not even try to approve many of them because of bladder cancer. Mm, interesting. So there have been drugs that are like Actos that were in development and then by responsible drug companies not put on the market because they caused bladder cancer. Of the three drugs that were PPARs that made it to the market, uh, only two are still, uh, two of those have been withdrawn and only one remains, Actos. Uh, Mike. Uh, 2011. This is a very interesting topic. Uh, there was a label change by the FDA, and uh, France and Germany banned the drug altogether. Why not a full ban of Actos by the FDA in the states? We're very shocked that the FDA uh, has not done that. Uh, when we take our case to trial, which we intend to be some of the first lawyers in America trying Actos cases sometime next year, uh, we will prove that uh, Takeda has not provided all the information to the FDA that Takeda has more information about this drug than the FDA has, and that if the FDA knew what Takeda knows, uh, there would have been a different result. So, Mike, that brings us to the role of the FDA in all of this. Uh, so what are your thoughts on their involvement and in regulation in the whole area of pharmaceutical drugs? Uh, it sounds to me like you're saying either that Takeda has kept information from the FDA or the FDA, in looking at the Actos, has come to a different conclusion. What is their role? Well, the role of the FDA, and it's a very important role in our society, is to uh, monitor, to be the policeman of sorts uh, for drug companies. Mm-hmm. But just like a hardworking policeman on the beat, 
they can't watch everything. There's things going on. You get one medical officer at the FDA who will be responsible for two, three, four hundred different drugs, uh, and it's just virtually impossible for him to monitor and do the correct thing on every drug because he's relying upon the drug companies to give him what they want to give him, what they feel they have to give him by law. Uh, and that doesn't always happen. Mike, um, uh, do you foresee uh, the American Diabetes Association even recognize the association between actos and bladder cancer? Uh, do you foresee actos being taken off the market in the States? Yes, I think one of our roles as attorneys uh, in America is it's always primarily to do what's in the best interest of our client, but to effect good change. The role of the trial lawyers in America has become to assist the FDA in pointing out hazards of drugs that haven't been properly and thoroughly considered. We did that with Reslin. Reslin was taken off the market because of the liver danger. We did that with Avandia. Avandia was taken off the market. I think when all the information comes to light, Actos simply does not make sense as a drug on the market. Well, you know, Mike, that, that brings us to the whole area of litigation. Um, and uh, I will agree that, uh, you know, the fact that plaintiff attorneys out there have been bringing these cases has really uh, alerted the public and, frankly, jarred the FDA into doing things that maybe they, were, they would have been slower to do. So this is an important area that you're involved with with the litigation. You're representing some individuals uh, who've suffered from the side effects uh, of from Actos. Uh, why don't you tell our audience, uh, give our audience an, an example of an individual, you know, without names, that you're representing who, who's been affected by taking Actos and how it's affected their life. The stories are just tragic. These are people, they take a, they go see a doctor, they take a drug because they want to help improve their health. Uh, when they go see their doctor for a diabetic drug, uh, like my client in New Mexico, she had the option her doctor could have given her safer drugs, but he had been visited weekly by the Takeda sales rep uh, and convinced to give Actos, thinking that the drug was reasonably safe, not knowing about the risk of bladder cancer. Now, my clients had bladder cancer, and one of the cruel things of bladder cancer is, Larry, it's treated, you think it's gone away, you think you've got a cure, and 50% of the time or more it comes back, and when it comes back, it's worse, it's more painful requires more surgery, requires chemotherapy. So we've already, uh, we're very proud to represent, you know, uh, 200 folks around the country. Sadly, we've already lost one or two clients, and we're going full guns ahead to get their stories to the public. We hope to be able to tell this story to American jury in New Mexico, in California, in Illinois, in the very near future, hopefully by the spring of 2013. Um, these are just devastating injuries. Uh, Mike, uh, can you tell us about Ronald C. Brewer, Jr., uh, resident of South Carolina? He filed a multi-actos cancer lawsuit on April 16, 2012. Uh, can you tell us what the current status of the lawsuit brought by the people who have bladder cancer as a result of actos? Well, right now, there are three sort of uh, uh, fronts, if you will, in the litigation. A lot of lawyers are filing cases in the state court in Illinois because that's where Takeda is located, and it's a very, uh, it's a, uh, it's a fair place for people to try their case. A lot of the federal cases have been consolidated in Louisiana in front of a very bright and fair federal jurist there, and there's some very good lawyers working out of Louisiana on the cases. Our firm is working with those two locations in some uh, part or degree, but we've also 
filed in seven different states because we want to give each of our clients the individual attention we think they deserve. Uh, so we filed cases in California, New Mexico. Uh, we were, we're in Nevada, Indiana, Illinois. And we're going to file them wherever we can get a jury to hear our client's case. Well, it sounds like you're going to be a very busy man, Mike. Uh, so let's take, a, <laughs> let's take a quick break right now and be back in a minute with more on this very interesting topic uh, about Actos with special guest attorney Mike Miller from Virginia and my Ringler co-host, Martin Blount from Washington, D.C. We'll be right back. When it's your interest at stake in a lawsuit settlement, you want only the best financial plan. You can count on Wrinkler Associates to structure a customized plan that meets the needs of you and your family for the future. Visit WrinklerAssociates.com to learn more. This is Ringler Radio from Ringler Associates, the leader in the structured settlements profession nationwide. Did you know that Ringler is involved in a third of all structured settlement cases in the country? Ringler Associates works with all the parties in a lawsuit settlement to find the best possible financial solution for the people involved. Did you know you can download Ringler Radio to your iPod and listen on the run? Just go to iTunes and subscribe. It's free. Someone's at the door. Don't answer it. Why not? I'm listening to Legal Talk Network podcasts to get my CLE credit in West Legal Ed Center. Oh, I need to do that too. Where do I find them? It's easy. Just go to LegalTalkNetwork.com and pick a program for CLE, click on it, and start listening. Or go to WestLegalEdCenter.com and choose from any of the Legal Talk Network programs available for CLE. Perfect. I'll do that right now. Think you might like to have us create your own podcast on LegalTalkNetwork.com? Go to the website and send us an email. Or just give us a call at 781-551-9960. It's the best move you'll make in legal marketing. You never have enough friends or followers, right? Check out Legal Talk Network on Facebook and Twitter. LinkedIn, too. Welcome back to Ringler Radio. Glad you could join us. My co-host today is my colleague Martin Blount from Washington, D.C., and a very special guest, attorney Michael Miller from the Miller Firm in uh, Orange County, Virginia. We're talking about the controversial diabetes drug Actos and its link to bladder cancer. Are there other options or alternatives for diabetics without the risk of Actos? Oh, absolutely, Martin. You would want to put your uh, patient, I'm not a doctor, but... 32 years in this line of work and having a doctor lawyer work with me, I mean, you would want to put your patient on metformin. It's a safe, generic drug, and it's less expensive, but it's safer, which is the most important thing, and just as effective. Or sulfonylurea. Those are the two options for what we call oral diabetic agents. And if those don't work, of course, with diet and exercise always, then you would take the patient on to insulin. That's what most doctors would tell you. Mike, how do, you, how do you spell metformin? For our audience, let, let's, let's give them a better I, idea of what the two gold standard drugs are. You sure. mentioned metformin. How, how would you spell that? It's spelled metformin, M-E-T-F-O-R-M-I-N. Okay. And what is the other drug? Sulfonylurea, and I'm not sure I can spell that one. Okay. Well, that's sulfonylurea. That's, that's a little bit easier to, to figure out. So what exactly are governmental agencies doing right now 
uh, in light of the association between actose and bladder cancer. We, we've talked and touched on the FDA's role. I mean, it must be frustrating to you that the FDA is out there looking at this information, yet it, it appears as if, from what you've discussed, here are the doctors relying on the medical sales folks from these pharmaceutical companies coming in and touting the benefits of the drug, uh, maybe without FD, the FDA having scrutinized it yet. So the doctors are a little bit at the mercy of, uh, of all this, aren't they? The doctors are very much at the mercy of all this. And it's been very unfortunate and will be proven that Decatur over-promoted this drug and under-reported the risk of this drug. Mike, what needs to change when it comes to the regulation of pharmaceutical drugs by the FDA panel? Uh, stricter regulations or something on a federal level? Well, I mean, it's. I think the FDA is doing a good job. They're trying. Again, they're just overwhelmed. Uh, they have more drugs to monitor than they have people to monitor them. And that's where the um, the American tort system has to come into play. I mean, people uh, like my clients who trusted the system and bought this drug without being adequately warned of the risk and now suffer greatly. I mean, some of them with their lives. So that's where we come in, I'm afraid. Well, so, so with that, what message do you want to send to uh, those who are currently suffering from the side effects of Actos? What should the next steps be for folks out there who may have taken the drug and, and, and may be uh, hurting right now? What, what would you tell them? Uh, the first thing I would tell them, Larry, is to go see your doctor, talk to your doctor about alternative medicines. If you're on Actos, get on something else. And then secondly, God forbid, if you've developed blood in the urine or bladder cancer, uh, get to a bladder cancer specialist in a hurry, and then I think you need to call an attorney to protect your rights because you've been um, set up with an inadequately warned product uh, that's caused you great harm. Well, let's just, before we end this uh, discussion, let me ask you this. Uh, obviously, Takeda probably has a little different story to tell um, than than you are telling. Are you aware of any of the facts that they have that give rise to why the FDA, for example, hasn't done what you think they should do? Is is there something out there that, that Takeda would be talking about that we haven't mentioned here today? Oh, sure. They're, they're, I think their response is going to be as follows. We knew about the bladder cancer in the rats in 1996, but we didn't think it applied to humans. We had this other medical theory uh, which I might add has been completely uh, refuted, but that it only applied to rats. And then when it, it developed in proactive, we studied it. It took us all these years to study it. Now we see a very small increased risk in bladder cancer with our drug, if at all, uh, and we've, we've warned all along. That, that's going to be their sort of story. Nothing could be further from the truth, but that's what they'll tell you. Well, I guess uh, I guess it'll be the juries in those jurisdictions you're going to be, uh, you know, raising these issues in that are going to really be the ones to tell uh, to tell tell us what really happened here. That's where we seek the truth, Lair. Exactly. So, uh, Mike, I also understand there's a conference in Philadelphia in October uh, coming up. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I've been honored to to uh, chair this conference, uh, co-chair it on Actos for lawyers that want to learn more about it. So. Uh, it'll be in early October in Philadelphia. A lot of uh, real interesting topics. We're asking a couple lawyers in the science area and some scientists to come in, and uh, we're going to educate lawyers about actos and bladder cancer and what they can do to protect their clients' rights. Well, terrific. And uh, Mike, if someone wanted to get a hold of you to learn more about this uh, this issue uh, or to talk to you, how would they do that? 
Well, they can certainly call us. Uh, it's the Miller firm, and uh, or email us, and uh, we're more than happy to talk to them and help them if we can. What is your uh, email address? M Miller mm-hmm. at MillerFirmLLC.com. Great. And uh, Martin, if someone wanted to contact you, how do they get a hold of you? They can contact me in Washington, D.C. at 202-349-1678. Great. And, of course, you can reach any Ringler Associate uh, on RinglerAssociates.com. And, of course, listen to any Ringler radio show on RinglerAssociates.com or LegalTalkNetwork.com, where you can uh, download the shows. You can uh, listen to them on your iPad, your iPod. You can put those little earphones in and walk around the park and hear Mike Miller talk all about Actos. So uh, with that, Mike, I want to thank you very much for joining us today. It was very informative. Great, Larry and um, Martin. Thanks for having me. And Martin, you too. Thanks for being a great co-host. Thank you. Godspeed, Mike. Thank you. And uh, to everyone else out there, go and have a great day. Bye-bye now. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network. Its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to Ringler Radio, celebrating its seventh year on Legal Talk Network with over a million listeners. Ringler Associates, the first name in structured settlements. Visit ringlerassociates.com today. Today.